Kabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, apologies for that. I'm not sure what happened there, but hopefully you can hear me now. As I was saying, we're about to speak to Ino Kunkwe, the director of cricket South Africa. He's uh, been recently appointed. It's a, it's, it's a turnaround because he was re- he was um, assistant coach to Mark Boucher and then left that position and is now director of cricket at Cricket SA. And then after that, we're going to build up to the big one, Banyana Banyana, up against Tunisia at the Women's AFCON in Morocco. It's not only a quarterfinal, but it's a FIFA World Cup qualifier because whoever wins this game qualifies qualifies for next year's Women's World Cup in Australia and in New Zealand. The teams that reach the semi-finals of WAFCON get automatic qualification to the World Cup. So that's why it is do or die, all or nothing for Banyana Banyana. And later on, we're going to take a look at what's happening at the Open, the 150th Open. Any else, if you're watching like me early on in the day, was rolling back the years there at one, at one stage. He was three shots behind the leader, Cameron Young, but he's dropped now and he finished on two under. So he's six behind Cameron Young. But Rory McElroy is lurking there nicely on six under par, just two shots behind the leader after, well, the opening round is still underway at the Open Championship, the 150th Open Championship. So it's a packed show, and I think we're going to get into our discussion with Ino Kunkwe shortly. Uh, but you're welcome to send us your voice notes, 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107, or call us on 011-714-2006 if you have any questions, any comment. By the way, the Proteus men are playing also today. They are playing their second warm-up match in uh, England up against England A. They put on they put 360 on the board for the loss of seven wickets thanks to 100 from Heinrich Klassen. There was a 60 odd from um, Rassi van der Dessen. Another 60 from Andile Pesuguayo there. And in reply the, they've bowled the lines out for 253. So SAA has beat... Um, South Africa rather has beaten England A by 107 runs. So that's good for them then. Okay, let's get into our conversation with the newly appointed DOC Inokungwe. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. And he joins us on the line, Inokungwe. Good evening, DOC. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Uh, yeah, good evening, sir. How are you? No, we're great. Thanks, Inok. How have the first few days been in this position? Uh, yeah, firstly, uh, thanks for the opportunity, obviously, to be on the show. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been quite hectic. Um, I mean, it's only been, what, uh, just over a week. So, um, but also exciting. I mean, uh, new energy. So, um, you know, I had to obviously uh, get into quite a lot of meetings and had an opportunity also to go to the, go to the KFC, uh, um, mini cricket uh, seminar. Which was great, and so yeah, it's uh, it's been now it's been it's been busy, but uh, good busy. How, how how different is it is the DOC from being on the field and and being coach and giving out <laughs> instructions? And now it seems like you're more in the office. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's uh, the obviously the first the first phase, the the beginning stages. Um, now I have to spend quite a lot of time, obviously, behind the. Uh, um behind the scenes uh, in the office like you say um no look it's obviously there is there is a difference um but ultimately um obviously depending on um your your qualities as as a, as a person and so uh, i'm i'm a lot obviously like i'm a lot more strategic and uh, that's how i've always been in also in my coaching role my coaching role as a head coach so i've pretty much you know moved into obviously into the more administrative uh, role 
which you you sort of apply the same sort of uh, principles, uh, the the strategic way of doing things, and um, yeah, I mean it is it is slightly different. Um, you know, you gotta have a, obviously a bigger picture, and how do you actually align to that? How do you manage people? How do you work with people? How do you create a very high performing environment, which is similar to how how you actually run the team? Because also in a team, it's not just about the fifteen or eleven or twenty players. You know, it's 30 to 40 players that you got to work with and the management team and working with the board, working with the CEO, uh, the rest of the organization. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, there is a difference, obviously on more in the field where this one is a lot more um, in the office and engaging with different departments and, you know, trying to get the, the alignment uh, in the system. Um, yeah. So putting that structure in place, which you, you also do in a team environment. Yeah. And talking about those engagements and aligning, what exactly then is expected of you in this role? What does your role entail? And, and what's also, what's your vision also DOC for this role? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a, it's a massive scope. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. It is a massive scope. Hence it's important that, uh, you know, you, you actually put, put, uh, put together a great team that you can work with in every department from from high performance to obviously currently we have um Vinnie Bans is heading up the high performance and you have, you have Eddie Cozzo who's also holding a quite a massive uh, portfolio as head of pathways so you know there's different be- departments the medical departments they're obviously the two head coaches the convener of selectors uh, they're all they're all reporting to me but again you know you gotta obviously uh build and rebuild uh relationships with them and um, be clear in terms of you know what your vision is aligned to the to to the organization and strategically how how I can also give them a lot of support to ensure that we all achieve the goals of uh, of the organization of of the cricketing system um, yeah and and obviously I mean just looking at obviously short term what can be achieved medium to long term um, yeah and that's and that's pretty much what uh, you know I'm I've been doing the last sort of a couple of days, but not only that, I mean, it's it's all the way from the top. I know a lot of people probably uh, in the past or some people, they, they think being a DOC is uh, being a director of Proteus, but mm. it's not just that. I mean, it's literally from the top all the way to grassroots cricket. So you need a very clear understanding of the entire um, ecosystem, uh, eco-cricketing system. Uh, from ground up all the way to the top to the top to the bottom and um, and who you who you actually can actually work with at different levels all the way all the way through to to professional so um, yeah it is it is a massive 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 job hence um, you know you can't do this job over sort of a two to three year you gotta almost look at at least about five years so that you can actually start to have a strong impact and, and see the difference well, you 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 already have had to deal with a big issue. I'm not sure how involved you were in the decision then of the men's team to pull out of their ODI series against Australia in January. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I think as as per the the, the statement, um, I mean, there's been work behind the scenes uh, for for the last couple of months. So, yeah, I mean, I just got into the position, and um, yeah, some might say obviously falls on my lap straight away, and. But obviously, there's been work, um, like our CEO said, there's been work behind the scenes, trying to obviously find the best solution going forward with uh, with Cricket Australia. 
Um, yeah, and unfortunately things didn't work out, but I mean, I've just come in, so there's still a lot that I need to try and understand. And um, just like in all, all other departments, um, you know, understand the detail and, 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 and sort of uh, emerge it with, uh, with some of my ideas of mo moving forward. So um, to be honest, no, I wasn't, I wasn't involved. I mean, I've just been literally, what, 10 days in, into my job. So, yeah. Mm. But would you be able to explain to us, DOC, why would Cricket South Africa sacrifice an international tour and World Cup qualifying points for a, for a local T T20 league? Because that's the reason that was given in the statement that the dates clash with the launch of the new T20 league. Yeah, look, to be honest, I'm not in a, uh, a position to, to be able to answer that. I think um, the best person, um, you know, to answer that to be obviously our CEO, uh, just like he stated on the, on the statement. Mm. But, but would you say that it's a sign of the times and maybe T20 surpassing international cricket or, or does cricket now need T20 to survive? Yeah, look, I think at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we all got to work together. Um, you know, cricket is cricket. Uh, international cricket will always be, um, you know, first preference. Um, so it's, uh, I suppose, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's trying to sort of juggle everything into into a season uh, because the season, obviously, at home is not like it's it's twelve months, twelve months a year. You know, it's only what seven months. But um, but look, I, I mean, I can just, you know, I think going forward, I think things are obviously going to be a lot better. Um, you know, things will probably be um, a lot more from a fixture point of view. I think it will be better placed as well. So, I mean, it is it is at the at the, at the end of the day, the winner that was uh, um, established, identified, and yeah, we just you know we just gotta uh, work with what we have at the moment. Um, I'm sure that uh, for somewhere sometime down the line, I'll I'll have a better understanding. Mm. And, and okay, besides this hot potato now, what are the other pressing matters that you want to deal with maybe that are, are top of the pile for you? Yeah, look, um, I mean, there's, if you look at for the, if you look at the next 18 months, there's a lot of events, uh, ICC events. So it's a, it's a really an exciting um, 18 months. So from a short term point of view, obviously we, I'm going to give as much support and structure um, to, to all the teams, men and women um yeah uh, to to give them the best possible opportunity to win to win the the ICC events we got obviously the T20 men's world cup now in october october november we've got the the under 19 um women's world cup coming in jan um uh, we've got also the the more, um the the women's T20 world cup in in feb march and then we've got obviously later next year we've got the the main World Cup, the 50 over men's World Cup uh, in India. So there's quite a lot of events, and um, so like I said, it's it's a matter of uh, giving a lot of support and um, and the structures and uh, whatever that is needed to give them the best chance to win. Then we do that, but obviously not forgetting the the bilateral series um, that we need to also uh, compete well and win, but uh, also. I mean, some of my immediate focus is going to be also the high performance to ensure that we, we beef it up because um, ultimately that will be supporting our two um, uh, pro-tier uh, men and women's teams to ensure that um, obviously they, they're competing well 
throughout uh, the international stage and obviously in those ICC events. So, yeah, I mean, that's going to be my focus um, to making sure that we we keep growing the high performance uh, uh, structure from from SANA, from SAA right through to the academies to under 19s both on, on both pipelines um, and not obviously neglecting the, the grassroots, grassroots cricket. So, but that will come over time. Like I said, the media focus is more on, on the top, get that stable and then fill, and then start working all the way down to the grassroots. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the newly appointed director of cricket in South Africa, Ino Kungwe. Of course, a former Lions coach, also won a lot of trophies uh, with the Lions and was Protea's assistant, also coach at the Netherlands also. So he does have a lot of experience. And he was a player, by the way, a former professional player for years here on the domestic circuit, Ino Kungwe. We've got a couple of voice notes on 061-4104-107. Any comments or any questions you might have for the DOC? Uh, good evening, Tabis, and good evening to Mr. Enokungwe. Um, I see that in your biography, you were given a scholarship to go and attend uh, St. Stethian's College uh, from Soweto. So how are you hoping to solve this uh, problem where kids from the township have to be given a scholarship to these uh, uh, private boarding schools for them to play for the Proteus? Um, uh, how are you going to work with the government to make sure that when they build schools in the townships, they also build, or rather, uh, yes, uh, leave or build cricket uh, fields so that you can go in and improve those facilities as Cricket South Africa. And then two, um, I read an article um, last week that the protests are going to play few uh, test matches in the new FTP. Now, as a DOC, it's one of your roles for you to manage and organize tours. So is that true? Uh, in terms of us playing few test matches because we see that the big three are taking control and they are going to play more test matches um, because the FTP will be released uh, next week at the AGM of the ICC. Can you confirm that we are going to play few test matches? Thank you, Libra here. Good evening, SAFM. It's Mandelake in Deep Slot. Um, I want to congratulate Inongoe for the position he's holding right now. You know, I was sympathetic about whatever that was happening there. I know him as a talented person, as a very skillful person. Um, I was, you know, it was disappointing when he was set for failure in that tour versus India. Um, I want to ask him, what are the plans or, or, or the actions is he taking so that those who will come after him with the same skin color won't face what he has faced? And going straight to the game, um, what what are the plans? It seems like we will need to go uh, via qualifiers to qualify for the World Cup. Okay, thanks for those uh, questions. A little bit similar, but thanks for that. Libra wanted to ask about um, um, how do we solve the problem of taking the best black cricketers from the townships in a team of 11 you only take one or two that goes to the so-called cricket playing schools and he feels that it's not sustainable would you agree with that DOC? yeah look it's a you know it's a very very good question uh first of all i mean it's a it's got, it can be a very continuous be a debate because i've actually come through that system where I was given that opportunity. I wasn't the only one, actually. Um, there was actually quite a lot of us, not only going to Saints, you know, there's quite a few of us went to to Cares and went to JP, went to, you know, all different schools across um, Kauteng. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those opportunities basically um, helped us not only just to, 
to to excel in cricket but you know in life in in other aspects of our life some obviously ventured into the corporate world and and some of us we continue into in our, in our cricketing pathway um and you know fortunate enough we we play professionally and some today some of them are business people they're happy so you know it's look there's i know i know for a fact that there's a lot of work that's been put in the townships um you know through our rpc and hubs programs um i mean the best players you know will always rise rise, rise to the top you know and um that's something that we gotta accept but then the work is you know the question obviously is always be what about those late bloomers what about those who don't get opportunities to go to this to, to the good schools and that's going to be some of the 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 work that you're going to be doing behind the scenes you know is is something like maybe building um you know cricketing schools or getting into partnership with some of the schools you know in in the townships a solution um but those are some of some of the things that we we're discussing behind the scenes and we're trying to find the um a solution uh with regards to that because not all not like i said not everyone's gonna got to be in a position of getting those bursaries. I mean, I've got some of my friends that I played with. We played club cricket, you know, um, and moved on into the into the professional space. They never went to all this, uh, the, the so-called the traditional schools, uh, cricketing schools, um, but they were still able to to break through and make it. So we got to also, you know, go back to some of the basics that we actually did well in the past. Um, where did we go wrong? And... What is the solution? Yes, I agree in terms of even strengthening our, our relationship with the government um, because that's going to be key. They play a very important role in ensuring that uh, school sports, not just cricket, but school sports stays alive. And um, because without that partnership, we are going to struggle. So hence I say that, um, you know, we're going to be doing quite a lot of work uh, at grassroots down the pipeline to ensure that we, you know, we don't miss any any cricketers. Yes, we might miss one or two, but we 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 make sure that we retain the bulk of them, and the bulk of them are given those opportunities throughout the pipeline, and uh, not only making it in cricket, but we we give we giving them a better platform to make it in life. Mm. And the other voice note was not happy with how you were treated in the Proteus setup. He felt you were thrown in to the deep end and you were discarded after that and he wants to know how do we stop that from happening because there's been a history of discrimination in the system yeah look i mean the uh the board has been working uh behind the scenes i mean there's gone through the sj pro uh, uh process and uh some of the very um uh, sad and hateful stories um you know we all had that and and you know they've been putting uh, a lot of uh um and been working um, behind the scenes to ensure that obviously the the history doesn't repeat itself. And look, uh, in, when I, if if I had to speak for myself, I mean, I don't believe that I was actually thrown into into the walls um, when I had that opportunity to go to India, because the mandate was very clear. Um, you know, the then the board and 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 the and the CEO um, they were very honest and clear with me, and obviously the acting director of cricket then, uh, Mr. Corey Fancel, and they were very clear, clear to me is that, okay, we understand that, you know, we've lost a lot of cricketers, some, um, I mean, a lot of experience um, in a pro tier, so it's almost like now there's an opportunity to redefine or define the way forward in terms of the South African cricket, and, and, the, the, and that for me, I saw it as an opportunity 
yes, to go and and do our utmost best to try and obviously compete and win in India. But if we don't, there's going to be key learnings that we can actually take forward with a new generation of cricketers um, at this uh, at the international level because cricket does work in four-year cycles and that was straight after the World Cup. So we were actually working on plans moving forward for, for 2023 World Cup, which obviously is going to be held in India. So we're working on a four-year strategic plan. I know that the result didn't go away, but a lot of people only look at test cricket. Yes, we didn't play well, which a lot of teams, even Australia, England, I mean, I think a year or two before that, England was thrashed, um, I think 4-1 or 3-1, something like that, or 4-0. So it was never going to be an easy place to go and compete and win. Yes, you can compete, but it's always a, a very difficult place to get a very positive result. Uh, some of the best teams in the past, you know, they, they struggle to win there. So for us, it wasn't just about um, the the, uh, the outcome. It was ensuring that we put in the right processes in place and part of uh, identifying the right type of players moving forward in, uh, in the South African cricket. And if you look at how the team played in, in T20 cricket, um, in the T20 series back then, I mean, we drew one all with a very young South African team against a well-experienced uh, Indian team. And I know a lot of people don't quite look at that. So that was part of also a new crop of, of players that most of them are actually playing for the Proteus today. So, you know, there were a lot of positive out of that experience uh, for myself, for the team, uh, for the people that obviously that were involved. Hence the team today, obviously it's where it's at. And some of the players are actually doing well for the Proteus. Okay, let's go to the lines quickly. Churchill from the Eastern Cape. Good evening. Hey, good evening, my brother. How are you? We are fine. Thanks, Churchill. The DOC is here. Thank you. Uh, the question that I want to pose uh, to your guest here, uh, I'm a fan of football. And uh, the question that I want to ask you, what lessons do you think football should learn, South African football, from cricket? Uh, the South African cricket, especially the national team, is doing quite well in the world. It's well respected. What lesson, what is it that you're doing best which football should learn from you guys. Thank you. Okay, thanks for that. Um, Churchill is a football fan, DOC, and he's impressed by the setup in the Proteas and how the teams are doing well, and he wants to know maybe what works that football can take out of it. Um, yeah, one thing I must say that uh, for, for many years, um, Sarkin, uh, Cricket Sarvka has actually invested, uh, obviously, with... With the unions, the, the 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 provincial unions, the members have invested well in the in the development of the game. Um, I mean, starting from KFC Mini Cricket, which KFC has done great work um, in ensuring that the opportunities are there for um, for, for 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 those young kids uh, to be involved in the sports. I mean, today we're sitting with around 126,000 kids across the nation that are involved in KFC Mini Cricket. You know, the coaches, volunteers that have done such a great job, obviously through the school schools program. So there's been a lot of investment in the development um, from KFC all the way through to under 13, you know, primary school into high school. And that's been growing. And hence we're able to produce, you know, the, 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 cricketer that, the, the cricketers that we have in our Proteus team today. Um, and we were sort of not short of talent. So the biggest thing is it's uh, the, the investment in the pipeline. I know everybody looks at the, 
the the protest team but it's it's what happens that not a lot of people are actually might not be aware is that um we there's a lot of work that's been put in at uh, 13 15 17 to produce a very competitive uh, under 19 team that will go to the world cup every two years and then obviously help them with the transition into um universities um to that uh, sort of academy programs course programs um that ultimately produces for the, the the professional teams and then there's also saa programs there's national programs so there's there's a lot of programs that are in place that enables every cricketer uh to be able to obviously uh um, excel throughout the pipeline and hopefully play for for the proteas one day and that's both on men and women but obviously in the women's space um there's still a little bit of work um, I mean, the women have done well over the last couple of years and they're number two in the world in ODI cricket. They've been competing well and hence we need to keep investing in women's cricket uh, throughout from the bottom all the way to the top and ensuring that we're able to, we're always in a position that we can retain our best cricketers that will represent the country one day. Is the KFC cricket what Baker's mini cricket was, was, was to you guys back in the day? Correct, yeah. And I always wondered how KFC and cricket goes together until somebody enlightened me a couple of days ago to say that they're actually not allowed to advertise the chicken with the kids. And the focus is just more on the cricket and the recreational side of it. Not that they're selling chicken to the kids, right? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it took me a while. It took me a while to understand that. But now they're doing some great work. I saw they were out in Sun City uh, this past weekend. But DOC yeah. also, I mean, we, we can't move away from the fact that you were in the Proteas team uh, set up as a, as an assistant coach and you left under a dark cloud there. And there were allegations of a toxic work environment. What's changed then for you to go back into to, to this setup? Yeah, look, um, I think, you know, things were taken out of context. Um, look, you know, and, and if, if things were, were, were that bad, to be honest, um, I wouldn't be here today. I would have probably uh, looked at other opportunities elsewhere globally. Um, so, you know, we, we obviously, I mean, there were, there were certain things that, um, I was, I was not happy about, but it's not like there were things that, uh, um, you know that, that that will drive me away from the system um and i saw opportunities of uh you know what 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 can i do uh in the system how also can i give back what is what is actually more of my strength um you know because the the, the assistant control is not working and it's um and look i was i was very open and honest with you know with obviously the coach and the the, the captains and um, we sat down, we discussed, and unfortunately, um, you know, things blew out of, you know, got, got out of hand and in the media space, and uh, there were all sorts of uh, speculations, and um, which a lot of things, to be honest, were not facts. And that was obviously the disappointing, the disappointing part. Um, so, I mean, there were some things that, you know, that probably were taking too long, maybe, and I know the team worked hard on it, and... Um, and they got better and better and better. So, uh, and I was happy to see the team obviously uh, grow the way they've done um, over the last sort of couple of months. And they're, they're, they're actually in a very healthy space right now. And, um, and, uh, and I can only give them as much support as possible. Like I said, if, if things were that, 
if things were that bad, I wouldn't be here today, to be honest. I would have uh, taken other opportunities that were, were there for me, but I decided not to because I'm really passionate about South African, the South African cricket. And there's, there's always opportunities, you know, to add a bit of value and help South African cricket uh, move into a, into a better place. I believe they wanted you in the Cape. Was there, was there any truth to that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't just, um, you know, locally. There were quite a few teams, obviously, locally that were very, very interested and pushing hard. There were, there were about three teams um, internationally. So, yeah, I, I needed to be honest with myself as well. And, 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 and you know, do, do I go overseas or do I stay locally? What is it exactly that I wanted? Um, you know, after uh, massive, after such investment in, you know, obviously as an assistant coach over, what is it, two years, I needed to, to, to take some time out and, and realign and make sure that the next step that, I'm, that I take is actually the right step um, uh, for me but also for, for, for the system. And um, that's what I needed to do. Almost like revisit who the person that I am and what I actually want. And that's what I did. And, and yeah, um, obviously I went back to Lions uh, to, you know, work through them behind the scenes strategically. And things started to, to happen. And um, obviously, I mean, that is, my, that is my home. It's always been, I came through that system. So... It was a lot, obviously, easier to adapt and see where they at, reassess, review their systems, um, and that really got me in a very good, healthy space. And and I and I got this opportunity that uh, to do it nationally. And and I just want to, yeah, I mean, I just want to thank Krigas Arvik for the opportunity. And hopefully, in the next sort of five years, you know, we can do great things as a team. Uh, we can achieve great heights. Obviously, with 2027 World Cup at home. That's something we're going to be pushing out, putting the right system and structures in place to give us the best chance to to win that home World Cup. Um, I'm not saying that we're not going to be competing um, in other World Cups leading up to that because there's going to be massive opportunities along the line. So I can't lose sight of, as a DOC, I can't lose sight of uh, uh, of, of both the men's and the one, uh, the women's proteas with all those opportunities. Hence, it's going to be important that I give them as much support as possible but also strengthening the pipeline with uh, with a with a cricket service uh, uh, unit to ensuring that um, you know it's it's it is sustainable for a period of time. Okay, let's take the last call from Vincent in Pushpak Ridge. Good evening, Vincent. Good evening, Taviso. Taviso, pass my 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 greetings to the the, the director of cricket and tell him. You've got the second home in Bushpark Ridge. You've got Bushpark Ridge Cricket Club. And whenever he does whatever, you must think of Bushpark Ridge. I know Cricket South Africa has been doing something for us. And we're grateful. And we feel that as he's coming in, he must always have us in the books. But uh, there's one thing I want to ask from him. If there's a child that is promising to be a cricketer, since we are from a deep rural and no facilities and whatever, if there's a child who maybe we can fit in one of the schools, does the parent have to pay something or cricket so that they can assist or whatever provincial structures can assist? Because 
the three kids that I have, uh, I need to get them somewhere where they can be. Okay, okay, Vincent. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. Does Cricket South Africa get involved in situations like that, DOC, then, when they've got talent but they don't have the financial means or the facilities to help these, these youngsters? Yeah, look, I mean, to an extent, I mean, we, we also need to allow the, the, the province, um, the, 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 the provinces to, to do their work. And I know that there's a lot of uh, bestiary programs, um, in different pro- in provinces, but also from a national point of view, you know, there are. So, um, it's just a matter of, uh, obviously, uh, finding out what area, uh, the child, um, is at and, um, you know, what's, the the next step obviously will be, you know, are they associated to a certain school, a cricketing school or not, or a club, or um, uh, who's actually heading up that hub? Because normally, um, if they're part of a certain hub, then the coach or uh, one of the administrators in that hub would actually um, sort of uh, give them direction in terms of, you know, what's the next step to take. So uh, we do allow, firstly, first of all, um, the provinces to, you know, to 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 work with the child, obviously uh, uh, assist the child as much as possible. And if um, if the shortage of of funds or or whatsoever, then obviously then cricket Africa can step in, because at the same time, you know, we want to empower people on the ground. We don't want to always be uh, be seen or or doing people's work. So it's going to be important that yes, there's a lot of engagement between. The members, which is the provinces and Cricket South Africa, um, ensuring that those those talented kids that are well invested in the game, they're given those opportunities. So there are structures that that, that needs to be followed um, before, obviously, it gets it gets to us.